Welcome to episode 14 of Viv and Dave's Adventures in Retirement. And this is our week we've just had in Vancouver. And um, it finishes our time on the North American continent, which has been brilliant. See you in Australia. Here we are then, in Vancouver. Yeah, after a brilliant week with uh, Susie and Nelson, we uh, arrived at Vancouver via SkyTrain. SkyTrain. Nelson gave us a lift to the SkyTrain Yeah. Bridgeport. Yeah, and it was going from Brighouse. Brighouse, yeah, yeah. the SkyTrain was going from Brighouse. I think it had already been through Surrey and Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Um, on its way to um, downtown Vancouver. Yeah. Um, past a couple of other places with English names. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, we had to get a mysterious compass ticket, which yeah. was never made clear what it would do, how long it would last. You know, sometimes things last <coughs> for a certain number of hours or a certain mm. number of journeys mm. or bus or rail mm. or both, and we just didn't know. Yeah. There was no explanation, <coughs> just but a machine. We, we got it for the SkyTrain. Um, which started off in the sky quite high up and then ended up underground. Uh, And then this woman said it will work on the bus as well. Yeah. And it did. We got the 19 bus to Stanley Park. Yeah, which is where (coughs) Cathy lives. Cathy McGuinness Crowley. Crowley McGuinness. Crowley McGuinness, I think. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and she just lives in the loveliest flat. Oh, yeah, Lagoon Drive overlooking Stanley Park. Yeah. The coolest park. I think, uh, on our journey so far. You could be right. Yeah, Cathy is my sister-in-law, or ex-sister-in-law. She's, she was married to my brother, Laurie, who lives at the other end of um, downtown Vancouver. Uh, but they get on perfectly well. They've yeah. got a grand, you know, two sons together and a grandson. Jack and Sam. Yeah. And a grandson, H. Yes. He's called Henry. But I did say when we met him, if he lived in Liverpool, he'd be called H. So I hope they call him that. <laughs> and he calls her Gaga. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Which perhaps is short for Grandma. She did say mm. she'd like to think of it as Lady Gaga. That's unlikely from a three-year-old, <laughs> but you never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but she did say she was like, <laughs> when, when he can speak a bit better, she will become Grandma. Yeah, Cathy's... You said I'm not to call her a science nerd. No, she's a scientist. A scientist. Can be. Yeah. <laughs> she does interesting things with medical data. 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 Yes. Yeah. And um, really interesting stuff, actually. And so it's as as up to date as anyone I've met on the effects of COVID and you know the, maybe the long term effects and everything. And on long COVID. So whatever else you've heard, according to Kathy, who I believe. Uh, you shouldn't be doing exercise. You can't exercise your way out of it. No. If you thought, you know, keeping healthy was the way through it. Not through exercise, it's no. not. The medical data says no. different. Yeah. Yes. She was away at a conference and let us stay in her flat while she was away. We stayed there three nights all in all. Yeah, didn't we? She was away one night. Uh, yeah. We had really interesting chats with her on the other two occasions. Yeah. And, um, uh, and she even got as far as saying, 
would in Canada be a better place if the First Nations people were in charge of it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I am sure a lot of people would agree with. We did see their totem poles in Stanley Park, didn't we, when you went? Yeah, yeah, and there was lots about them, which I'd, I'd seen them before, but I'd you know, forgotten some of the facts. You know, they weren't kind of glorified or things to have rituals round. They symbolised different things and they might have been put up in some cases as a memorial to people who'd lived on that particular That's spot right, and they reflect the sort of um, the beliefs of the origin of, of people and what have you. Mm. Really interesting, as well as being fantastic works of art. Yeah. Um, it's a really interesting people, and uh, Cathy certainly, and many others have a lot of time for. But I just love Stanley Park anyway. So I went walking a few times through these great long trails, seeing interesting signs of like beaver activity. And um, I was a bit taken aback when I saw a sort of warning uh, coyotes denning area. Yeah. There's coyotes there. Leave them alone while yeah. they're denning. And but Cathy said that during the lockdown, People went out for a lot of walks in the park, which is mm -hmm. what people did to get fresh air and not be in enclosed spaces. But they were feeding wild animals, which is just not a good it's thing to do. It's just silly. It's just silly. When you, so, yeah, when you get city folk uh, who don't understand the countryside and the countryside mixed together, it doesn't always go well. No, right. we should say they'd take raw chicken out and throw it to the coyotes you know mm -hmm. so rather than hunt for their own food they were starting mm -hmm. to look out for tourists coming and um, you know might get a bit cross it if they didn't have bit, anything for them it sounded a bit Jellystone Park people feeding Yogi Bear didn't yeah, it yeah you don't mm -hmm. want to get on the wrong side of coyotes no, absolutely not food. but there's also uh, loads of herons there and eagles Mm. like to eat little herons never see David Attenborough on David Attenborough <laughs> programs sort of you know eagles eating baby herons in the nest no. but still nature can be a bit like that yeah and of course as soon as we got to Cathy's just taken our coats off a landline rang and it was Laurie my brother see if we'd arrived which was nice you know, um, checking up on us to see if we were there. Yes, and invited us round the next evening. Yeah, and uh, where he nice lives night. is, wow, it's um, it's quite different from where Cathy lives at the end of Stanley Park. It's in, well, it's on the edge of the Olympic Village, mm. and that's lovely. It's all yeah. kind of pedestrianised and... Yeah, and modern, built for the 20. 10 Winter Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for the athletes and um, mm. really nice. And he lives on First Street. East First Street. East First Street. And in an, on the ninth floor of a very modern block of flats, apartments. Mm. <laughs> and it's so high tech to get in, isn't it? You have to... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you have yeah. to sort of like... We had to look him up his name, get a code, dial in the code, get him to open the, the sort of doors. Um, we found this out because when we got there, somebody was coming out, so we just went in, got in the lift. Somebody yeah. else was getting in the lift, took us to the third floor, 
uh, and then we had to work out why it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't take us any further. So we yeah. had to get somebody to help us get back down, go yeah. outside, mm. dial mm. him again, yeah. uh, and get him to sort of give us permission. But then the doors weren't working, so he had to come down and get us. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it just has to be that low tech, doesn't it? But um, yeah. yeah, it was just one of those things where you were, I don't know why people living on the third floor or below were allowed to have visitors that didn't have to have a special code. I, I suspect but, they uh, probably did, actually. All right, yeah. Mm. But above that, no. Mm. And, yeah, so we went to see him and his dog, Pearl, and Laurie had great fun making fun of our pronunciation of Pearl because um, he calls her Pearl. Oh, yeah. You know. Yes. <laughs> He didn't seem to realise that our Scouse accents are actually a lot more sophisticated than his Canuck accent. No, he didn't, did he? Maybe no. he had a different perspective. A bit of education there would have helped. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well, Pearl's great, but she was um, recovering from an operation to her lady parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And had like a, a ring round her neck, like a donut. Yes. So that she, she wouldn't bite her sister. Still had it on the next day when he came round to visit us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but took it off today. We saw him for the third or fourth time mm. this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the the donutty thing from round her neck was off. And she, yes, uh, but so was she. Yes. <laughs> took it. Took it. Took it to the. Took it to the park, and um, he wasn't going to, to take it. Take it into the off-leash area. Mm. Um, so he really, as it turned out. Yeah, because he was just running round and round and round him, and so, well, dragged him to the ground. She did. <laughs> she yeah. had so much enthusiasm. Yeah, but we managed to catch up with her, and it, she's so active. But she's part collie, which I think hence the round and round and round bit. I think Absolutely. she's rounding us up like a bunch yeah. of sheep. Yes. Well, that was a bit Canadian, wasn't it? We don't have bunches of oh, sheep, no. <laughs> they do. Oh, well, yeah, we'll have to talk about the language. Yeah. So, yes, linguistically, they speak English, but there are interesting words, like bunch. Yeah, like a bunch of anything, you know, that you wouldn't you normally would think, think of... came in bunches, like years. Oh, I did this for a bunch of years. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, anything sort of that can be sort of like thought of in multiple numbers yeah. can be and a bunch. I've noticed guys for inanimate objects, you know, um, like you could be talking about technology, a, a computer and a TV. Oh, I've never got on with those guys, you know. I remember when we all was there with my daughter, Cathy, and she was trying on a dress and she was kind of standing on tiptoe toes because it should be worn with high heels. And the shop assistant picked up a pair of high heels and said, try it with these guys, <laughs> see how it looks. And then I realised they do, you know, use guys for enamoured objects. Mm. Yeah. Well. And the money... Yeah, oh yes, oh yes. Um, I was a bit taken aback the very first time I heard someone, you know, someone use the word loony. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm not sure we say that kind of thing about people anymore, but it's not. A, a loony is one dollar. Yeah, because it has a picture of a loon on, which is a bird. Yeah. yeah. And then they came out with a two dollar coin, and that's a toonie. 
<laughs> well, that starts to I make a that. lot of sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we won't get into washrooms and restrooms. They're all too polite to say toilet. Yeah. So our last three days in Vancouver, we're in uh, an Airbnb. Yes. <laughs> And before the people in Hebden Bridge say, no, not an Airbnb. It is one, I think, styled on the original idea for them, which is a couple who live in a house and they rent out their basement yeah. to holidaymakers. Like which us. isn't taking a home off anybody. No, it's not. Mm. And it's lovely. We've had a really nice time here. Mm. It's in a brilliant district called mm. Mount Pleasant. Um, and we can get buses to lorries and to Cathy's mm. and to downtown. And Mount Pleasant is a cool, cool area, isn't it? Oh, With yeah. all kinds of eateries and bars and yeah. hippie shops, if I can say such you a thing. You can. Yes. And thrift shops as yeah. well and bohemian mm. vintage shops. Mm. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, it's a bit of an issue getting in here because our one-month mobile phone contract ran out. Oh, no. So for the last two or three days we've had no actual mobile phone no sorry cell <laughs> yeah cell phone yeah mm. and we had thought it wouldn't be an issue because as long as we're somewhere we can get the internet we can whatsapp we can you know facebook do, get in touch with people all kinds of ways but airbnb need your phone number so they can send you a text and we didn't have one and didn't have one and there's all sorts of things i couldn't get onto my bank mm-hmm. i couldn't get um, I haven't been able to pay, sort out my tax because I can't. Um, they couldn't contact me by phone and mm. the American phone number ran out. Yeah, so uh, that's um, what ran out after a month. Because yeah. we thought it's, you can't get, well, with T-Mobile, you can't get, um, get it renewed just for a few days or a week. And we weren't going to get a month's worth when we were going to Australia. And they're rubbish. You know, yeah, they're <laughs> After a few days, so yeah, that's been an issue, mm. yeah, but not un- insurmountable. Oh, yes, we can get round things, and the, yeah, we got into the basement, and it is lovely. Another difference was the drinks side, well, not so much the drinks themselves, except well, maybe booze is a bit expensive in Canada, yeah, yeah, um, but you know, you can get uh, a 20 ounce pint of beer. Which I think is about right. That's what ours would be, 20 fluid ounces, mm. but we wouldn't call it that, we'd just call it a pint. Yeah, or a sleeve of beer, which mm. is 16 ounces. Which is an American pint. Yes. Um, or you can get, uh, in wood wine, you can get 6 ounces or 9 ounces. Mm. Which didn't mean as much to me, to be quite honest. Yeah, as we are strange. 25, 50 or 75 milliliters. In the UK, mm. we do have, like... Um, milliliters and things for wine mm. and imperial measures for beer, you know. So I'm not, like, making fun of anybody else for doing it differently. Well, these guys but, have yeah. ounces and kilometres. <laughs> they just mix yeah. it up the same. Yeah. Well, they mix it up differently. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. A. <laughs> oh, yes, and this that's another language thing. Canadians say A. Some of them say it halfway through a sentence as yeah. well, and they don't even know they're doing that. Oh, actually, we drink wine in centilitres, not millilitres, don't we? Oh, well. Talking about booze, though, I had an interesting dilemma. 
uh, walking sort of on Main Street, and two young females approached me and said, Hey, sir, would you do us a favour? What? When you go into the BC liquor store and buy us a bottle of vodka, we'll give you $25. And I wasn't sure, but I said, well, how old are you? We're 18. And I thought, well, that's, I live in England, that's legal in England. Um, So I went in, (laughs) bought them some, some vodka, arranged to meet them on the corner. You know, very sort of like you know, dodgy. You know, um, so neither they nor I would get caught, mm-hmm. and they were sort of you know, very grateful. It cost twenty-seven dollars, so it cost me two dollars to do them a favour as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, big softy. Yeah. Well, I hope if the authorities are listening, we've already left for Australia yeah. when this comes out. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I mean, nineteen and eighteen. In- Sorry, 18, yeah, that you know, that's old enough in our yeah. world, isn't it? And somebody um, else would have got it for them. Yeah, and um, also it's very easy to get cannabis in Canada <laughs> because leave. it's legal. So it's quite possible they could have quite cheerfully gone into a shop and bought some cannabis for themselves. From the age of 12, apparently. It, right, <laughs> but they can't get vodka aged 18. Well, yeah. So, yeah. judge me if you will. Mm. But I think it's okay to break the law if the law is an ass, mm. as Dickens said. Yes. Or was it Shakespeare? Probably both of them. Yeah. Tony Benn. <laughs> the FIFA World Cup's been on. Now, lots of people have been boycotting it because of all the human rights issues. and But the Canadians... Just really excited. Their team scored a goal. <laughs> yeah. The first God time. Yeah. It was their ambition not so much to win the World Cup or even win any games, but to score a goal. And uh, much, much joy when Jonathan David scored Canada's first ever goal in the World Cup. Well, well done, Jonathan Davis. You wouldn't begrudge him that, would you? No, no. <laughs> and apparently Everton are interested in him. Oh. Yeah, so he might become a gentleman. And a scholar. When we were at Cathy's, she said, would you like to watch some TV? And I thought, oh, yeah, we've been binge-watching things that are kind of available all over the world, but I wasn't sure if we had one on the go. And she said, I just won't catch up with Coronation Street. And I thought, that's my girl. So <laughs> the pair of us sat down. She knows how to make you happy, doesn't she? But, again, it's weird. The subtitles on it, because, you know, Cana- sub- Canadians have subtitles on everything. They I've do. Noticed. But uh, they do struggle with the Manchester accents. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's only, like, five minutes of it. Without the theme music, it just finishes and then comes on again. I find that adverts, weird. adverts yeah. everywhere. But yes, it was great to catch up with a few Corries. But you got into White Lotus. Oh, white Lotus. Laurie said, "Have you seen White Lotus?" I said, "No," and he said, "Well, you should." And Kathy said as well, "Yes, it is worth watching." <gasps> Brilliant. Anybody at home listening, watch it. It's on. A thing called Crave, which I think is part of HBO. 
I'm not sure. It's an HBO series that's on Crave, if that makes right, sense. Right, OK, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's brilliant. The first one was set in Hawaii. It's a very posh hotel. And, um, you know, it's all about the uh, the shenanigans going on with the rich clientele mm. and the poor on the whole uh, staff. And it's very much like the old song, Ain't You All the Blooming Shame? Yes, when it it's comes to the, the poor rich not what just... get the pleasure. Yeah. It's the poor what get the blame. But it was but... interesting because... When we were here, what, six or seven years ago, we watched a thing on, I think it's CBC, the local TV station, mm-hmm. called Shit's Creek. Oh, and yeah. And we love that. And we went home and nobody had heard of it. And but now then, it's everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say, within a few years, it was everywhere. Mm. And that was excellent. That was Canadian. Oh, yes. Um, I don't think White Lotus is, I think. Well, it might be. It's American. I'm thinking it's more likely to be American. Yeah, I think it probably is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But recommend it anyway. And um, We've watched the whole of one series and are halfway through the second. So I'm hoping we can finish when, it before when you say we, we When you say we. Well, yeah, you watch it with Yes, I was walking around Stanley Park <laughs> and various other places in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, it seems to be good. So, that's... Vancouver and Canada, uh, sitting in our Airbnb. Viv's going through the calendar, checking where we've been. The washing machine's on, and tomorrow it's Australia via Fiji. Speak soon.